Jersey Judah and I'm back another episode another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel the reason why I'm not starting off with any music or any sound is because my audio got cut off again after 13 minutes so I am just going to do this old school I will just save this episode for like later on probably a couple hours before I actually record my other episode and then incorporate that um, for the night episode or just have this separate. I don't fucking know what I'm doing yet. But anyway, it is Friday. Continuing late morning, 1124 a.m. And I wanted to just go through a video that's already been on the list. And that is Will and Jada haven't been married since 2016. Night Talk, a.k.a. Stevie Night. Let's not waste time. Let's get into it. Will Smith, just keep looking worse and worse and worse and worse, bruh. I have yet to dive in to the details of this headline, bro. but this is going viral, and it is Jada Pinkett Smith embarrassing the hell out of Will Smith yet again. Headline, Jada and Will have been separated since 2016. Yikes. I'm about to dive into these details, bro, to see really what is up with all this, dog. You know what I'm saying? I'd imagine this Jada Pinkett Smith old manly alpha Napoleon ass out here just taking Will Smith's image. Thing that surprised me the most that I actually had to reread it because I said, Is this true? Right. Was that in 2016, you and Will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives? It was not a divorce on paper, right? But it was a divorce. Uh, So, from the year 2016, uh, which is seven years ago now, (laughs) yes. Y'all have been apart. Yeah. Well, that says a lot about Will Smith. So, yeah, this Stevie Knight, a.k.a. Night Talk on YouTube, is right. Uh, Will Smith has felt even deeper. It's like, damn. Bad. But in public, the couple who married in 1997 denied the gossip about their marriage. Of course. This interview on Bravo's Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. Couple things you should notice. Number one, they're celebrities. Number two, in the term of image, especially for Jada's sake, he's better off she's better off with him on camera than off with him on camera. Some people will say, well, you know, a lot of her opportunities come from Will Smith. Uh, I wouldn't dispute it. It's a possibility. So it was more of a business proposition than anything emotional or anything that truly married, anything that truly uh, mattered in the marriage or in any relationship was taped a year after Will and Jada separated. So How long have you guys been together? Uh, 23 years. Wow. Wow. Wow, lies. You keep it hot. Cat. Um, <laughs> 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 Maybe I, 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm baffled, really. Yeah, right. Over the next several years, entanglement. She wasn't entangled in nothing, dog. You know what I'm saying? Y'all was divorced, bro. Yeah. <laughs> great man why for what reason y'all want to save face y'all's family is already God. like looking crazy from Jaden well, and willow and all that bro. yeah will they did will dirty man y'all know how will smith is though <coughs> you know um you know will and jada and how they you know align with shit i'm straight democrat I'm a straight Democrat. I'm a straight Democrat. You know what I mean? You know how they align. So they all loopy, pathetic, washed up. And they still they still need the image. So I think because of the namesake and what they represent, they're not what you would consider to be a power couple the way that I guess in a way that you would look at Jay Z and Beyonce, right? They're not they're not a power couple. And they never were a power couple and the whole marriage and the whole relationship was based on lies to begin with. So it's like I don't know. Like I don't I don't see that like I have a hard time caring about this situation because I mean it's pretty much kicking a man while he's down. Now you expose him for you wanting to separate. And I know for a fact it was her that wanted to separate, without a doubt. Are y'all thinking y'all swinging from Will Smith being gay to, to, to Jada being in love with Tupac's ghost? Like, nobody I'm straight looking at y'all like the example of what a family should be. Y'all was a couple rats. that's always been a bit odd, bro. But y'all Hollywood and Hollywood couple rats. Bro, but like this shit low key take the cake, bro. I don't know Hood what's worse, bro. Like just Hood Will rats. Smith just being quiet and allowing Jada just to make him look like a bitch, or the fact that y'all been lying about being together and Will still being a bitch. Like you ain't even with her, and you're volunteering to still be looked at like a bitch. But clearly that, that don't matter to you, bro. But like I can't wrap my mind around the fact that y'all ain't even been together. I'm y'all straight been divorced different. for seven years. Y'all been making it seem like y'all been together, which has been making Will Smith look like I don't have a better word besides a like the perfect word to put on it, like the biggest well, like, a cock, low key. A cock. Yeah, that's it. That's it. A cock. All right. Cock. I want. I want to. Uh, I want to do my own sound effect of that. Cuck. <laughs> Cuck. <laughs> Yo, I'm dead, bro. I can't do this shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I saved it. Hold up. Cuck. I'm a straight Democrat. Cuck. With her, bro. Like, I, what, what is that about? Man, lying the whole time, duping society, bro. Duping everybody, making it seem like y'all been together forever. And Jada been getting dicked down. <laughs> she been getting dicked down this entire time. What the hell we been doing this whole time? Baffled, really? Yeah, right. Over the next several years, Jada and Will kept up the appearance 
of a committed married couple. They even faced a scandal when Jada had what she called an entanglement with a family friend. They had already split. So I guess my question is, I feel like you're a straight talker. Y'all some liars. Except you're not sometimes. Why do that? Like, what was the reason? I think just not being ready yet. Mm. Still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in partnership, right? And in regards to how do we present that to people, (laughs) you know? And we hadn't hood rats. During our walk in Baltimore, Jada reflected on their breakup. (laughs) Why did the relationship fracture? Oh, why it fractured, that, that's a lot of things. Yeah. And I think by the time we got to 2016, we were just exhausted with trying. I think we were both kind of Hood still rats. stuck in our fantasy of what we thought Hood the rats. person should be. Oh. Jada says she considered a legal divorce, but could never go through with it. I made a promise that there will never be a reason for us to get a divorce. We will work through whatever. And I just haven't been able to break that. Mm. We still live separately. We live separately. So we just gonna lie to ourselves, lie to the whole world. Mission failed. Walk out next time. That's delusion, like a motherfucker. We gonna get divorced, but we just not gonna get a paper divorce because I don't believe in divorce. And then on top Hood of that, I seen another headline about Chris Rock supposedly trying to holler at Jada after what? he heard that they got a divorce. Stop and it, man. Me reading that headline. Stop it. Stop. Stop it, man. Stop it. Automatically makes me think about. <laughs> we'll put up this whole charade. <laughs> Keep my wife's name out your no, man, she ain't your wife, first of all. <laughs> like, what is that about? Yeah, I mean, maybe there's some hostility there, dog. Maybe Will knew about Chris Rock trying to holler at his wife, but let me let me let me peep this, bro. So yeah, Chris Rock allegedly asked Jada Pinkett Smith out on a date amid divorce rumors. Us knows Jada Pinkett Smith revealed Chris Rock asked her out prior to Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stop it. Stop. Been him at the Oscars in 2022. Jada revealed to people she and Smith have been living separate lives since 2016. And years prior to the incident at the Academy Awards, Rock had tried to take her on a date. I think every summer all the reports would come out that me and Will were getting divorced. And this particular summer, Chris, he thought, what? He thought we were getting divorced, so he called me and basically was like, I'd love to take you on a date. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, well, aren't y'all getting a divorce? I was like, no, Chris, those are just rumors. He was appalled and he profusely apologized, and that was that. They set it off, actress later. So, she had this information the whole time. This is how vindictive, and I want y'all to know, like, this is a case study. This is a red pill case study. So y'all should already know, man, Jada Pickett, this is the next red pill case study without a doubt. She had this information for how long? Since like 2016, right? So could there have been a time, couldn't there have been, and I'm sure Stevie Knight, I'm hoping he has the IQ to bring this up. Would it be possible if she mentioned that situation to 
Will Smith during the Oscars where the situation took place. I'm just saying. It could have been could have been a possibility. But while she has not spoken to Rock since the Oscars slapped, but she did get an immediate apology from him after the incident when the broadcast cut the commercial. She also confirmed Rock and Will Smith's relationship has been strained long before she began dating the Wild Wild West actor. Chris came down to the end of the stage and tried to apologize to me. He said, I didn't mean you any harm. I said, I can't talk about this right now, Chris. This is some old shit, I thought. This was about the Oscars in 2016 and their stuff that they had before I even came into the picture in the late 80s. I've got to leave that to Will and Chris to talk about, but they got their stuff for sure. Oh, okay, so that was my hostility though. Right, that was my hostility though. Chris and Will had some beef. Yeah, I mean, he probably oh, had shit to do with Jada. He just Street took that shit. as an opportunity to <laughs> Street shit. That. Street shit, nigga shit. Oh, man. Come on. Street shit, nigga shit. What the? Damn, niggas had funk like that. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's funny. You know what that remind me of? I always thought about this in my head because it's a bizarre but funny scenario. Like, imagine Cat Williams running into, like, Kevin Hart. Right. <laughs> Imagine them niggas chest to chest. Pause. Pause. Heavy. Heavy pause. But um Imagine them niggas face to face. And like them them squaring up. You know how funny that shit would look? Bro, I don't care how serious either one of these niggas are. I would laugh at Cat Williams squaring up with Kevin Hart. Even if it is for like two seconds, I don't want either one to fight one another. I don't want harm to either one, but I just want them to quickly like square up and then like the people around them back them up. That shit would just be the funniest thing ever to be filmed on camera. A lot of goddamn rock. In addition to the fact that he probably known that Chris tried to holler at his roommate when when they were really divorced and she, when, and she lied and said they wasn't divorced. What else? What else we got? What else we got on this? Wheels. And like I said. She nine times out of ten told Will Smith one point, and I'm and I and I guarantee you, I don't even believe what she's saying. I believe that their issue came from that situation back 2016, that was probably mentioned to Will Smith along some time after, either while so called divorced. You know what I mean? And I think that's the reason why, <clears throat> if you see in a lot of clips, like Will Smith just looks dead. Like he's like, like he's dead in the eyes. Like when he's filmed with Jada, like it's not, he's never in like a good mood. You ever look at him? It's actually funny. Cause it's just like the poster child or <laughs> how about we say the poster man, the poster married man. That's what it is. The poster married man, Will Smith. But if but if I said what I said before and I mean this right, and how vindictive women can be, and with our case study today, being Jada Pickett, you are seeing the level that she's willing to go. Meaning she could have had that information, and knowing how she act, how she acts, <clears throat> she could have held on to that information until that night where Chris Rock said that joke about uh, Jada Pickett, which by the way, wasn't even that funny. Not to say that he bombed, it just wasn't a, it wasn't really an offensive joke. But 
things were taken serious. And if you looked at the clip of her, of him saying the joke at first, she's laughing. But we brought this up when the situation took place. Beth almost beat Tommy Davidson up after kissing Jada. Hold on, what the f*** is this, dog? <laughs> bruh, dog, the story just continues, bruh. Like, Will Smith is the biggest on. I ain't gonna say that, dog. He the biggest Hollywood, bro. Like, he's the biggest, the biggest, like, A-list celebrity ever, bro. Like, has there ever been an A-list celebrity as polarizing as Will Smith to, to, to be highlighted as such a hoe? I, mean, I, I can get mad at Jada, but, I mean, Jada ain't doing nothing wrong because all she's doing is what Will's allowing her to do. Me and um, um, Will had a run-in. Yeah, yeah. what you... Yeah. Todd, you try yeah. 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 You try to put his wife on the middle Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, tell me that black guy. I hate to say it, but it's like... Every video I go to, every black guy sounds like this. I'm straight Democrat. I'm straight Democrat. I'm straight Democrat. N-word. Hold up. N-word. 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 <laughs> I'm straight Democrat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't find out that for 15 years because he never told me that. Conan. See, he came, into the, he came into the trailer and I was sitting down. Conan. Right? He's standing over me like this. And he's like... I don't appreciate that, man. I don't appreciate that. And I'm like, well, what you talking about? I always know. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because these, these niggas be sounding crazy. Hold up. <laughs> hold up, 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 hold up. Hold up, these niggas, hold up, hold up, hold up. Cooning. <laughs> I got to, I got to have my, uh, I got to have my cooning sound effect. All right. Gotta have my cooning sound effect for the nigga shit. Hold up. Cooning. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I gotta make sure this is saved. Yep. Done. Cooning. Cooning, cooning, cooning. Cuck. I love it. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Get off. Right. You know what I mean? It's tone. Well, I'm sitting down. So, oh, this was 15 years later? Cooning. Oh, was it? No, this was then. Yeah, then okay. I didn't find out why. <laughs> well, okay. okay. I was asking why <laughs> then. You say that. Right. Right. And I'm going, what's going on, man? Tell me what's happening, man. What's going on, man? And since he was standing yeah. and I was sitting, I was a real nice fella. Ah, I mean, that, that's, that's about physics, right? Right, right. right. So I'm like, Cooning. you know, oh, man, what's going on, man? So, I don't appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate and James going, Will, Will, I'm saying, but um, I mean, what, what's happening, man? Now you tell me what's happening. Hmm? Hmm? You know when a dude does yeah. this. But he's about to bottom lip. Hmm? He about to do something bad. He might do something, him. right? Some, so I'm like, you know, I did the I did the whole, you remember the snake? Yeah. yeah. I did the snake. Well, well, what you know, and got up. Right. And then I was like, you know, so what are you talking about, man? And I was still in that posture. So you didn't really know what he was actually talking I about. I didn't, did. but I know what he was doing. Right. So I was like, come on, man. I mean, what's up? Just tell me what's up. Right. Yeah, yeah, you know what's up. You know what's up. So finally, I just said, this is a small place and people are here. You want, we should talk about it. Right. Me and you outside, because it looks like you're going to need to get something off your chest. Right. 
And the janitor was like, oh, no, 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 y'all, no, y'all. And I was like, what do you mean, no, nah, y'all? Hood Tell rats. him. Because she knows she's out there being Hood rats. She about to get caught up. This Hood ain't the first rodeo with I'm pretty sure Hood she was out here in these streets making Will Smith look bad the entire Hood time. Hood rats. She probably getting dicked up and down all through their fucking relationship, bro. Hood rats. What sound like, bro. She was a man. She's wearing the pants. She calling the shots. And she had Will Smith on the leash. Independently, Fresh Prince as I am fucking legend Cuck. pursuit of happiness. Bad Cuck. boys. Will Smith out here looking like the man. Cuck. And that was the end of that. Right. You see? Right. And I never knew. It wasn't until my book came out right. years I later. I didn't know right. if he was kissing me. Where I counted that as one of the things that really bothered me and hurt me. Right. Oh. Bad. Because I didn't know. And I look up to him. Damn. And I love him to death. So yeah, you really you know, didn't know why he was upset. I you had no earthly idea no earthly that it was idea. because of an on-screen kiss or a attempt to kiss. No. So 15 I'm years later, how did you find out? I'm a straight Democrat. That's how I found out. <laughs> I put it in the I'm book. I'm a straight Democrat. You know? And um, I found out about literature. You can't put something in a book about somebody right. unless they sign off on it. Right. Oh. Right. So I was like, uh-huh. You know, and I want to put stuff like that in the book anyway. Right. But I was trying to be real honest about right. my experiences. So I went to his best friend, Charlie Mack. So I called Charlie. And I said, Charlie, um, what do you think about this? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, uh, you know we're, we're, we're cool. Cool. And Jane cool, too. She said, give me the quote. And I, I sent it to him. And, 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 and he'll call you. he call you, Tom. I sent it to him. Called me. Him and Jada, she said, they said, yeah, go ahead and put that in there. Go ahead and put that. And what I put was that I th thought in the book, I thought the only thing that could be possible was the producers came to my trailer right when we were on the last scene and it's a kissing scene. Right. And they said, the kissing scene's now, not later on tonight. We got to do that now. And I said, but I haven't rehearsed with Jada. That's the most important rehearsal that you could ever have. Right. You hold your lips on a female right. on screen. Right. And so I, I was like, we never got a chance to work that Come out. In. You can make it look real if right. you want to anything, right, without kissing, right? Right. And so I said, I can't do that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. They said, well, we'll ask her. So I went and came back. She said, just go for it. And even then I was like, I ain't just going to go for it. You know, but I know I have to make it look real. Right. So I'm trying to make it look real, and she's kind of uncomfortable about right. it. Right. Is this for um, booty call? It's got to be. I don't know if I can think of Jada, Jada Pinkett, Vivica Fox, Tommy Lee, and Jamie Fox. That's got to be booty call. Yeah. <laughs> Jump around where you got bad booty. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. You know? Right. But we got through it, and you never could tell. Right. That's all I wanted, <laughs> right. right, was, was to get it to play into the film. Right. Cut. That's all we want, right? right? So I got it in there. And so they called me and said, hey, that is what happened. Wow. Yeah, and I didn't find out for that long. It was more so, than But what the f*** Will mad about then? He ain't even kiss her. He ain't even kiss her for real. Come Damn, Will. Got to be more careful. Cut. Like this last time, when Jada put that damn video out, pining over some damn Tupac still, Yikes. Like just continuing Despicable. the hell out of Will. But I, it makes sense now because they ain't even together. They divorced. They're just the world. Think they're together. So it well, seems like Jada is continuing to drag this man through the mud. But at the same time, I think 
and I'm going to end that. I think outside of that in itself, and that can be that can be used as an example, right? I think there's even worse when it comes to Will Smith. How Will Smith carried himself, the things that he did throughout the marriage that pretty much tried to win a woman over that was just not into him anymore. And he went he went on this like endless like search to win this woman over to a point of making um, a documentary, a mini documentary about Jada Pickett in which she not only rejected, but publicly humiliated him for it. And that was the story. That's always been what I've known. Um, Will never comes off as like sort of an alpha male type of leader. He actually seems like the one who gets told what to do by Jada. And his whole marriage is just consists of trying to impress a woman who don't give a fuck about him. What the? What a mess. Well, now we know they divorced 2016. A lot of us have been fooled to believe that they were still married. A lot of us were to say that Will Smith needed to divorce. The reality was he was already divorced. And he stuck around, which made him even more of a simp and a cuck watching his girl get fucked. All right. It is what it is, man. Got to be raw, real with this red pill. And uh, we're moving into the tubes. Moving into the tubes. The YouTubes. Put on my Wi-Fi. I don't want to use my data. I'm black. What the? Use my Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, we're on YouTube right now. Once my phone is able to, uh, I don't know, reload. I don't know what the fuck it has to do here. Okay, here we go. Latest juice, modern women are frustrated. Men isolate them at work. How about we talk about something I talk about a lot? But also shout out to AJ's rant and reactions because he also talked about this a lot as well. But I guess the latest juice is now talking about women being avoided at the workplace. I mean, let's get into it. You know what I mean? Why not? Before we wrap this episode up, I'm not even doing, if you notice, I'm not doing segments this time. I'm doing two. I did one full episode last time. Now I'm doing a full episode. And then later on, I'm going to do two segments for a full episode. But I'm doing... Okay, I guess I'm not doing two full episodes so now you know why I'm doing segments so now I want y'all to pay attention because as soon as I brought that up this shit crashed directly after we're at the latest juice right now we're going to continue the episode I apologize I'm going to actually have to mention this in the description because this seems to be an ongoing thing that I'll have to deal with like this fly that's in my car okay it's gone but, you know, we're going to get into the latest juice. And the latest juice is talking about women being ignored at the workplace. Let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. Hey, these are going to be the rules. You know, if you say anything, even if you come actually, at me, if you, if you look at me, anything. Actually, I'm going to bring this all the way back. Well, not all the way back, but it's only been 30-something seconds. 
How difficult do you think it is if as a man you need to properly process how to talk, act, and respond to your female colleagues? Or else, you will get yourself in big, life-altering trouble. If I was a man, and I'm not a man, but if I was a man, I wouldn't hire a woman. I wouldn't do it. And I said all the time, and I say that, and that is something that women need to consider when they're talking about this stuff. When you are saying that a man complimenting you, saying, oh, I really, I, oh, I really like your outfit today, um, is a form of sexism. What is the, if you're a man, why hire a woman, right? So you no, fought no. all this time to be able to get into the workforce. Shout out to Candace Owens. Y'all know, y'all know how I feel about Candace Owens, even though feelings have nothing to do with it. All right. Force, only to say these are going to be the rules. You know, if you say anything, even if you compliment me, if you if you look at me, anything, I'm going to have a reason to fight you. And by the way, you're going to want to settle and pay me because even just the stain of an accusation is enough to ruin men. So what wow. is what if you're if you're a guy, right? In this society, in this Me Too environment, in this uh-huh. in this uh, litigation rich environment of misogyny and sexism and all uh-huh. these claims, what is the value add? Of, what's the the risk? You know, the, the the benefit and the risk. I just I can't do the analysis and say, I'd just be like, no, I'm sorry, no, give me all the men. You are straight off the stage where you were just talking about Lean In and a new study you've just released indicating that women are actually having less access to mentorship and to their bosses than, than they were even a year ago. What's going on here? Yeah, it's really important. So today we just released a Lean In Survey Monkey study that shows that 60% of male managers in the United States are afraid to do a one-on-one activity with a woman, including having a meeting. I mean, can you believe that? <laughs> a senior man is nine times more likely to hesitate to travel with a woman and six times more likely to hesitate to have a dinner with a woman. And the problem with that is women already weren't getting... The problem... Yeah, don't don't go back to victimhood. The problem is y'all weren't really... Y'all weren't really worth that shit to begin with. But you always have an entitlement thing. Even when you're at work doing the same work that another person is doing, because you're a woman, you want special treatment. You're the first one to complain about equality. Now, something ain't right about that, right? Getting getting the same mentorship that men were, particularly women of color. And oh. No one's ever... Remember I said this before about white liberals using or piggybacking black issues to project and perpetuate what they want to talk about. This is an example. So never get me confused with these other people because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. When they feel it's necessary to get the attention or to prove a point, they'll use the people of color narrative. They'll use the minorities narrative. What about them? Well, you're not one of them. You see what I'm saying? Like, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And the people who are affected by it is the people who believe in it. Or gotten a promotion without getting a one-on-one meeting. And so I think men and women need to be able to travel together. They need to be able to go to meetings together, go no. to meals together. Nope. All of that can be done in public spaces. But those no. one-on-one conversations... Can't happen. None of it can happen. Work environment, especially work-related, cannot happen. <coughs> <coughs> and y'all caused it. This is one of the situations that I can say y'all caused. Think about all of the false accusations. Think about the men who lost their jobs, lost their careers because of some bitter, ratchet ass woman who had the opportunity, gotten the opportunity and took advantage of the opportunity. The man 
might be used to giving a woman a compliment and she likes it every now and then it becomes a little get a little bit more risque right every now and again it gets a little bit more spicy right maybe one day she's in a bad mood now the man don't know nor does he give a fuck he's doing what he usually does however the fuck whatever type of day he's having right and see that's the thing with I've, I've noticed about communications with men and then communications with women whether a man's having a good day or a bad day, he's going to at least say something, as he usually does. When a woman has a bad day, she's like, she's a woman. You see what I mean? So, very emotional, very unstable with the way, the things that she says and how she says it, which which is why they always regret what they say in their actions later on in life. But that's for another episode. And if there's a man out there who doesn't want to have work dinners with a woman, then he shouldn't have work dinners with a man. You know, group lunches for everyone, if that's how they feel. It seems like the movements of the past year or so, the Time's Up movement, Me Too, have actually had real negative implications for many women in the workplace. What's your message to corporate America about this? So I don't believe they've had negative implications. I believe they're overwhelmingly positive because half of women have... If, if you didn't have... <clears throat> see, this is how stupid... Who is this woman? <coughs> what is she? Oh, she's a Facebook COO? Oh, she's a dingbat. She's an idiot. She don't really know anything. You fucking kidding me? If this had a good, overwhelmingly good impact, then why are you complaining about the situation of men not dealing with women in the workplace today? Does she not believe that that had no effect? on how men communicated with women at the workplace when they were seeing men getting falsely accused of sexual assault, men falsely accused of sexual harassment, being reported to the Human Resources Center. Okay. All these meetings to a point where even if, even if he's innocent at the point of proof, that reputation stays on him and they'll probably still let him go. Because too many people are talking about them, and that's bad for business. See, a lot of people don't understand the long-term effects of this. So, like I said, like I said before, I'm painting this picture for you, right? In the workplace, if a guy who's making substantially more money than a woman, let's say this is in the office, the guy he's in the uh, he's in like the top floor. He's he's near the top floor, right? And he deals with a woman that works in one of the offices beneath him. Literally and figuratively. No, literally and metaphysically, right? He's dealing with a woman that works beneath him, right? He's used to complimenting. He says one compliment on one bad day that she has, reports him to uh, human resources. They find out that all of his, all all of her coworkers from her floor and all of his coworkers from his floor agree with the same thing that the woman's making the shit up. Okay, cool. Bam. But she continues to spread lies and bullshit about him. Now people are talking about, well, did he really do it? Was she really lying? That fuck up the man's reputation. Something to think about been sexually harassed but the thing is it's not enough 
Modern women are difficult to understand. Women said they want men to keep the workspace professional and to respect them. Men did, and now they are frustrated and angry. Someone will say women asked to be professional, not to be isolated. Well, everyone thought so as well. But the problem is, with the manner women asked for it. Women used the Me Too movement to ask for it and did more than that. Women ruined a lot of men's careers. It is said that in some industries, nine of 10 women have reported sexual assault. Wow. Men are kind of living a life in their workplace oh. and another life in their home and with friends. Men are careful of the kind of jokes they make in the presence of women uh -huh. and they avoid keeping eye contact so as for those women not to think they are staring. They do all so that they do not leave unnecessary sensual impressions on women or else they are on their way out of the company uh -huh. and possibly never to get employed again. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All, all of what I just said, uh-huh. They have sexual assault records. Uh-huh. A woman Cook said up. she had to get a Cook car, up. even though it was not convenient for her financially, uh -huh. because her workplace is far from her home. And many times she leaves late, and the men that stay close to her area always try to avoid giving her a drive. And she noticed this Bye -bye. started when she took some of her feminist books to work oh. and left it on her desk hmm. so she can read during the breaks. Cute. I realize how these guys did not want to take a chance nope. and get messed up. Negative. In terms of my career, I should be able to deal with people even if I don't agree with them. Negative. As long as I can nicely tell you you are being disrespectful. And she sounds like a respectful woman, doesn't she? I've never witnessed this in my life. I am not a rude person. Like, I'm not a person. You notice there's nothing more ratchet than a black British bitch? And it's like, I know, like, how they feel about American uh, black bitches, but their bitches are even more disrespectful, even more loud. And then sometimes you don't know what they're saying, so it makes it even worse. To go on smoke with people. Unless you are rude, then I will call you rude? So I'm talking the whole podcast. 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 You don't want to talk, everybody. Esther. Shut up. I'm thinking, if you don't want me to speak, mm -hmm. why did you invite me on this podcast? Schlut. Fucking schlut. We're gonna we're gonna keep that on because that's funny. This woman sound retarded. So we won't we won't let that rock. We're gonna skip that. Imagine having this woman as a colleague at work. You will definitely have yourself to blame if you hit on this woman, eliminated. especially when she eliminated. doesn't like you. Eliminated. I got <laughs> eliminated. <laughs> eliminated. Yeah, you're done. Yeah, you really like you just that's career suicide. Livelihood suicide. They get like that's that's like the end. And she ain't a looker. So she doesn't have that going for her. Men are going to outrightly and, and, and rightfully ignore her. The worst part of the Me Too movement is that it is possible that the majority of the past year's accusations are false. Some people claim they are since no evidence is considered only women's testimonies. Think about it. Why would someone want to do something that they know they will regret for the rest of their life, especially when this person has no power, no influence, no money, the person has no backup? 
even top executives and CEO that could have some backing up are avoiding women because they have had their shares of the Me Too accusation from women. In fact, some companies have gone down due to the Me Too movement. How then do you expect some nine to five guy or a guy just waiting for his paycheck to still sexually assault women? Sykes. Only a dumb guy would do that. Here is a Sick story man. I found Sick online. Man. I am sharing it here because Asura. the person shared it himself. Asura. Shout out to this guy. At work as an overnight stock associate many years ago, I would help several others with work they would do. Nice. Let me break it down to the most common areas I would help. Two associates in paper and chemical would nearly constantly get nearly a third of the entire load, half of which would be pallets of heavy things like bleach, laundry detergent, and other liquid cleaners in boxes that weighed nearly 50 pounds each. One associate, I would every night go and unload and stock the heavy boxes of printing paper and take away the pallets that built up due to me having one of the pallet jacks. One associate, I would unload the heavy furniture with and downstack the incredibly tall pallets of housewares after I would take away the pallets. One associate, I would help break down the pallets of hardware and sporting goods onto the carts they would use and help throw the cart for the last few minutes before lunch break, lunch at 1.30 a.m. Damn. And sit next to this associate during lunch where one or the other of us brought movies that everybody could watch. So can you guess which one of the four above got back to my fairly new wife that there might be anything going on between us? Anyone. Here I will list which associates went with which. The two paper and chem associates were both younger men. The associate with the copy paper was a 62-year-old woman who was 4'9 tall. The furniture and housewares associate was a pretty young girl that was 4'11 and asked for my help with these every night. The hardware and sporting goods associate I had actually first met in high school and had not run across again for years was male. So if you haven't guessed yet, the only one that was a problem was the young woman. Of course. Yeah. Why her? Of course. I do not know. No, 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 no. See, 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 that's the thing. Like, I know because I've been in situations where I've been at work environments that were traditionally men. Right. And when I was in warehouse jobs and I only worked in three and I didn't work in them, I didn't work in any of them longer than three months now that I can remember, maybe even less, maybe two months max that I worked at a warehouse. And what happened was the last warehouse job that I was in, I was doing the least amount of work. And I'm not saying this as like the fact that I'm not working, but out of the whole warehouse, the only people that are actually moving and working and like kind of going back and forth would be the forklift drivers. So everybody else would, would do small shit, clean insulators and shit like that. So places like that where it would be easy for anybody, they figured we'll hire women. And when they hired women, they had a lot of women who quit. A lot of women who weren't, the, their productivity went down. I mean, it, there's so many different examples to mention. Um, basic jobs. Uh, more hands-on jobs, uh, cleaning jobs, janitor jobs, custodian jobs, maintenance jobs, um, jobs that are a bit more hands-on, more blue-collar. 
they're hiring a lot of these women. But in most cases, they're not properly training them. Right. I'll give you a great example. So. Five years ago, when I was at my job that I'm not in now, I was at another job way before even the last one, the one before I was at during that time. I was at my job five years ago doing the same thing I'm doing now. It's the summertime. I'm dealing with a lot of floor, a lot of floor equipment, a lot of chemicals and pretty much just a lot of work. Right. And they had this one person who was supposedly supposed to train me. But he didn't know that I knew how to use the equipment. And I didn't want to go through the whole process of someone telling me how to do something I already know how to do when there's not many different ways to do it. There's just only one way to operate the machine, and that's just operate the machine. You know, if you can run and operate a machine, you're good. Only thing that would be a hazard is um, shoes. So you would have to wear like non slip shoes and shit like that. Right. Like throughout the year before that, it's really just light chemical base, like nothing heavy, like no bleach or nothing like that to do the floors. And then the burnisher does the rest. Right. That's what I do every night. But during this time, five years ago, there was this one guy who was supposed to train me. He came back. He's like, yo, man, wasn't I supposed to train you? I was like, yeah. He's like, he said, you like, you good. I'm like, yeah, I'm good, man. He was like, cool, bet. That's all he said. And he left. So that's how it worked. And then eventually that kind of, that kind of helped me out. That helped me out at first because I already knew these people, the people that they hired just didn't want to work like that. And at that time I was close enough to, I was close enough to get back and forth from there. What I didn't mind if I had to work if they wanted me to do like five more hours um, or four more hours at the most or at the least during the week, then I would do it. And then eventually I would, the money wasn't paying. I wasn't getting a lot, but I think at that particular time it was enough to get what I needed. And then eventually I got, I probably would have gotten I don't know. I probably would have ran that fucking shit if I stayed there, but they did some dickhead shit. But yeah, these people like when they when they hired women, I had they didn't. Well, for one, <clears throat> this is why equality doesn't exist. And I'm I'm, I'm going to explain it to you like this. Right. So the women, when it came down to like. um You know, using the equipment, using the machinery, the side-by-side scrubber, the square scrubber, using any chemicals outside of something in a spray bottle and a rag, that's all they hired them for. And I'm not saying that to be sexist. The women should take offense to how they hired them because they don't want to learn anything. Because I told I told I told one of the people back in those days, I was like, when you're going to teach the women how to uh, run the equipment. And he kind of looked, he kind of laughed, 
But he was like, you serious? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Y'all have them, like, during the summertime, they get free money, man. Best way to describe it. They handle them with kid gloves. You'll see women. You'll see guys. You'll see, like, four to five guys. And it's like, we did it in sets. So we would all meet in the middle, pause, where, like, somebody would be downstairs scrubbing the floors. Another guy is is planned to either wax the floor later on or to help the guy with the uh, wet vac get all the fucking chemicals up. And then another guy to mop everything out when everything is done. So there, there, like there, there was a, it was organized. But during the summertime, you have these broads running, like, not running around, but walking around the school. I remember, um, I remember one summer and this was at another job, but this is just funny to mention because this is, this involves women. I was at one job and we had to finish this hallway, but the hallway was easy because number one, the floors were dark. There weren't really a lot of shit on them, but it was really, we really depended on whoever was waxing the floor to wax it right. Because it's dark, you can't really see. You can't see directly if you've missed a spot until the very last minute. So a lot of people will just go heavy, meaning they'll just not necessarily dump the wax on there, but lay on the wax heavy and just have all the doors open within the room to air things out and dry things a lot easier. But everybody has their own flow. But apparently, me, actually, I did it. And I did it in one day, pretty much, because I already I already knew how to use the equipment. And not only have I used the equipment, but I've been in that building before. But I've been in that building like nearly seven years prior. But I know I knew what I was doing. So by the time the dude came back, he was like, yo, man, where are you at with the uh, with the hallway? I'm like, I'm already done. He's like, oh, you're done the section, right? I'm like, no, I'm done the upstairs hallway. Like, he's like, oh, okay, I'll get somebody up there to the wax or whatever. So they would call somebody, right? And then keep in mind, this would be like three hours, four, four and a half max in the shift during the summertime. That's why I pretty much got away with doing everything during the summer. Because unlike other people, and other people were more slick in a sense of they got away with doing a lot less and they were kind of put into the category of people that were doing a lot in general. But what I did was I did everything that I needed to do right away and I just left. Supervisors, bosses, they know where I'm at. They know what I'm doing. If they want to reach me, they can call me. They can text me. I ain't give a I ain't give a fuck with um I and to this day that's how I that's how I usually work. I don't give a fuck what coworkers think about me. So I'm there for a check. What the fuck do I care about your acceptance? People are peasants. Despise these people. But more importantly, you don't you don't really see that. And I think I think that's the I think that's the reality of it when women started working. And I've waited and waited, by the way, with this story. And I and I didn't mean to go off off kilter a bit, but fuck it. Uh, 
by the time the person showed up with the wax that was apparently wax on the floor, it was this woman. I knew of this woman, but I didn't know her, right? And she was this Hispanic woman. And but I, when I say I knew of her, I knew that all she did during during the summertime was essentially talk. She was one of those people who, while in one end of the school you had guys that were actually working, you had most of the women in the front area, most of the women by the office on their phones, on TikTok, on social media, doing makeup, looking at makeup tutorials. It was it was a shit show. It was one of the worst jobs I've ever had because it showed me in a lot of ways what women are like outside of the way that men would traditionally look at women. It's outside of that. So it can be an attractive woman at the workplace, but she's a fucking cunt. Like she she doesn't know what she's doing. She has an attitude. If you try to tell her she's doing something wrong, she gets an attitude and you just don't want nothing to do with them. It starts off simple with that. And then you realize, okay, we're at a workplace now. It's like these people don't even know how to come together with a schedule, come together with a plan, come together with an idea that's more efficient. They just like doing things however they want to do it. And with me, I'm just like, I'm like a cowboy. I don't give a fuck. I do things the way I want to do it now. Oh, well, you're supposed to have a a uniform shirt off. Man, I don't give a shit about these niggas like that, man. I wear whatever the fuck I want to wear. I'm here on time, ain't I? What about these other people you hire? Can't say the same about that now, can you? And I'll be the first one to point it out because I don't give a shit. You feel me? And they don't. And the thing about me is they can't they can't dispute what I say. So I'm open and honest about me bringing up the issue in the situation the way that I choose to do it. Like I don't I I personally don't care for or, or or even need that level of unnecessary like just just the unnecessary attitude someone's trying to benefit you right like right now I'll give y'all a story right now about what's previously what's currently going on In my place of work, I have what is rare today. Most people don't have it. I don't know what it is. It's called a routine. And a routine is simple, right? It can metaphorically be a list of things or it can be objectives, if you will, for those who are video game fans. It can be a series of objectives. Some of them are primary objectives. Some of them are secondary objectives. Some, in fact, are bonus objectives. And if you can get through those things within the time period that you have set for you in your routine, you'll be good. That's my way of doing things. I show up. I already have a task that I do. Same task that I did yesterday. I'm doing it today until further notice. The way that I do things is more sufficient for my type of work pace. I like to go in from the time it's time to work a good three and a half, four and a half, close to five hours of work with just less than 30 minutes of work remaining when I'm done recording. And that's my work day. 
other people they like to talk. And that's fine. That makes sense. The problem is it's like what I talked about before where the people that work part time are the ones that complain the most. Which I never understood because they're the ones that literally work the less amount. They're the ones that rarely have to even be there. In fact, you know, just the reality of things, they've kind of been getting away with getting free money. For example, one broad, I guess they've hired a while back. So they're, they're just used to her, I guess. I'm just not that person. And what I mean is, she spends most of her time complaining. If she's not complaining about her current situation at her job, it's, the, it's her other job that she has. And I don't care. Like, and it's like, I don't, I don't pretend to care. I don't act like I care. I don't want to care. So I don't care. You feel me? I don't give a shit. And once again, part-timer three and a half four hours max but every time they're there two people that do this one's a guy who is just bullshitting and just complains every time he shows up he's bickering complaining oh i'm gonna retire all this whatever dumb shit i'm gonna retire soon yeah that's cute whatever and and a woman that shows up complaining about the job the people or the people at her other job and she she just talks to people, talks to teachers for 15 to 20 minutes at a time. And then she's stuck complaining about having to do the work that she was supposed to do when she punched in. It just doesn't make sense for me. So for me, I, I just have that attitude where realistically, let me grab my headphones here. I forgot I had my other headphones. left my headphones at the job somewhere so hopefully I'll find them later on for now I got these shitty terribly terribly shaped terrible looking Spider-Man headphones but it is what it is let's keep playing this but no the point I'm making is though outside of the guy right the woman shows up and does the lightest not only because the one part-time guy, he has to vacuum everything. So he has to carry this heavy-ass backpack and vacuum everything in the building. So that's a different story. But even him, to an extent, all he does is complain. And it's like, I, I don't want to hear it, so I usually keep headphones on. And it just reminded me to grab my headphones. But the woman shows up, light detail cleaning. We're talking like surfaces here. Wipe the tables. We'll give you this much an hour. Like if I, I don't even want to go too deep into this, but I, but you guys know where I'm getting at. It's like free money, essentially. Still got something to complain about. Still something to bitch and whine about. They hired a coworker for the mornings. I show up two o'clock but I clock in at 210 sometimes I just show up at 210 clock in and just get shit started all right morning person doesn't know how to run any of the equipment the morning person 
only goes around and does the same shit during the day that the part-time person does at night. So what I'm trying to say is because of the gender dynamics, I can't say what I want to say without being sexist, but they're getting free money. But they'll tell you that they're getting treated poorly. Well, you're getting treated poorly because you have most likely poor work performance. You know, and it's like, you know, I don't want to bring up like diversity hires or anything, but it kind of just reminds me of a diversity hire. Oh, we'll get this woman because, you know, women are, you know, usually, you know, here in this position and it will make us look good. Oh, we'll get this black person because we don't usually hire blacks. So by us hiring a black, we can look better to the other people in the other, you know, districts and companies. I mean, this is how this is how it goes, man. This is how it is. Her for the least amount of time. And when she began to ask if I would help <clears> her <throat> commit insurance fraud with her car, I pretty much stayed away. Eliminate. In fact, my wife only started hearing insurance fraud a week after the girl had been fired. <laughs> insurance fraud. Fired for not showing up for her shift. Eliminated. This fight with my wife Bye-bye. had happened because I was helping a pretty girl. Schlott. Never mind that it was only for a few weeks because she literally was not with the company very long at all and mostly was in cosmetics, Eliminated. which I was not helpful in at all. Schlott. The 62-year-old lady was the one I went out of my way to help the most, and nobody said a thing about me helping her. The job, Even man. though I was about the only person in the company she would smile at. A fun fact, the first time I met her, she chewed my ass out for putting her pallets in the wrong place, thus making more work for her. Nice. After this, I cut off helping any pretty woman in the store with anything other than pallet. Eliminated. And I would not even do that. Instead, have someone else grab those while I did other things. Yeah, do my light work. It was about self-preservation. That's right. I could not defend myself from accusations lobbed at me like this. Eliminated. So, the accusation of the woman (laughs) nearly cost him his marriage. Eliminated. This is a near-case scenario. Bye-bye. What about the ones that have cost the man their jobs, marriage, and friendship because society, even some wives, will believe a woman instead of her husband? Wow. As the story said... The reason why men isolate women in the workplace is for self-preservation. Women should be happy and not frustrated that they got what they wanted. Who gets unhappy for achieving their goals? Getting isolated at work is just one of a few side effects. Me Too has ruined a lot more for modern women than did them any good. That's all for today on Latest Juice. Yikes. If you enjoyed this video, you might also like my previous videos. Don't forget to hit that like button, click the subscribe button, and also turn on the note. All right, so latest juice. Just wanted to do a video because I got cut off before. What the? So now we got the afternoon or late afternoon slash evening episode before I do the night episode later on. But as I always say, in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule. Chapel, signing out. Peace.